County Public Policy and the Law on KNews FM 98.5. We're here with Greg Graywall, who's uh, one of the participants in, uh, what is it, 14, 15 years of lawsuits over the uh, Paso Robles since, Basin? Since, since uh, August of uh, uh, 2013. Wow. Ten years. Well, um, besides, besides the 800 uh, property owners who were involved, uh, remind us again who the agencies were that were involved in this lawsuit. So we have the, the County of San Luis Obispo acting as the Flood Control Water Conservation District. We have the City of Paso Robles, the CSD of San Miguel, the CSD of Templeton, and uh, Tascadero Water Mutual. But again, like I said, they did not uh, file for, for prescription. They basically just wanted to be separate and joined in on this thing on the, uh, in my view, on the wrong side. But uh, they, they have to show up to all these uh, events and participate, but they're really, they're really not claiming what the other agencies are claiming. This, is, uh, this whole lawsuit uh, is centered on the Sustainable Groundwater Management Act. Is that right? Uh, no, or, okay, we filed in 2013, yeah. uh, the uh, SIGMA, the Sustainable mm -hmm. Groundwater Management Act, came out in 14 and was signed January of 2015, so... You were already in progress. Yeah, we were already in progress for for a while. Did, and, the, did the court decide whether that new statute had an effect on the case or not, or that it didn't? Uh, that hasn't really been discussed, but I would say no, just because we started be before that. Mm -hmm. uh, we're not trying to adjudicate the basin. Okay. We're basically just like like what you mentioned about the uh, the Friends of the Dunes. Mm -hmm. So their claim for their quiet title is that they've used that beach area for their enjoyment for more than five years. They've been using it for, uh, what, 100 years <laughs> Well, their, their allegation is that it's been used for vehicle recreation in the dunes for 100 years. And that, so they're, on the, mm -hmm. they're the reverse of what ours was, was the city and the county was claiming, well, we had these problem times and we didn't tell you and we did it for more than five years, so we, we should be able to have a prescription. But they won such a small amount because they couldn't prove the times. And that was our whole thing was to stop the clock on, on the time period that they could claim a prescription, which can't happen now. That's why we're protecting our properties. And that may be why the headline in the uh, San Luis Obispo Tribune was Slow County Claims a Victory in Ongoing Legal Battle with Landowners Over Water Rights. That was in 2018. Yeah, they won, uh, but like I said, well, so the city... They won something. Yeah, the city of Paso Robles won 1,267 acre-feet of water. The county won 310 acre-feet of water split between Margarita and Shandon. To put that in perspective, the city of San Luis Obispo has a right to 75,000 acre-feet of water from Lake Nasmiento, uh, which is a lot more water. Exactly. But see, and this is one of the issues. So the state says, hey, you got to manage the basin, and so you have to reduce pumping if you're not getting enough recharge. And at the, over the last six years, because we have an annual report that's done every year through, through the groundwater sustainability agencies that we mm -hmm. formed, those are called GSAs, and they had to develop a plan that's called a GSP, a groundwater sustainability plan. 
And Paso had the ability to use 6,488 acre feet of their Nasi water. Mm -hmm. And they've not used over 5,000 every year for the last six years. So they could have left 30,000 acre feet plus into the ground, but they, they chose because it cost them so much more. Well, to be fair, uh, the, the uh, Nasibiano Lake is essentially, it was built by Monterey County. Uh, and so the deal with Monterey County is that uh, this county and certain cities who, who bought into it um, get a certain amount of water, but they only get that water after Monterey County gets a certain amount. Isn't that right? No. no. They're guaranteed their amount of water, and then there's a pool of water that has, that's guaranteed has to stay in, in, the lake in the lake for the residents. So the residents who live around the lake are in San Luis Obispo County. Right. Uh, San Luis Obispo County at that time did not want to participate in building the dam for $7 million. They could have had half of 400,000 acre feet of water, but they chose not to. So they waited all those years and built a 45-mile pipeline for $200 million, and then they don't use the water. And so, and just so everybody uh, knows this, for six years, the county flood control was paying for uh, 6,000 acre feet of that water that was unsubscribed. The people involved didn't, didn't want it. So they, they get about 1550 that, that, and, the, and the other 1500 stays in the lake. So the agreement they made with Monterey to, so that Monterey could build San Antonio was, hey, we want some of that water that we didn't want way back when. They said, okay. How about 1,700 acre feet? So they didn't get, or 17,000. So they 17, didn't 000. get very much water yeah. out of that whole deal. And it looks good on a portfolio on paper, but if they're not going to use it, it's really not beneficial um, to just let it go to the ocean. Now, they don't have what's called a carryover provision. So they can't let their water they don't use stay in the lake and then use it next year. They get the same amount every single year, and it's a use it or lose it. So, theoretically, uh, the city of San Luis Obispo and the communities that have uh, bought into the pipeline and bought into the water rights uh, there could be pumping it in the fat years and storing it somewhere else down, down the pipeline streams. Is that right? Yeah, I always uh, try to explain that instead of, instead of banking on state water that's never delivered... Why don't you use the unused portion of the Nasi water that is sitting there and, and Monterey's getting the benefit of it? Why not take that, finish what you need to finish? Uh, and, and this year's obviously a, a good year, but they could have been putting it in Lopez. They, there's a turnout close to Lopez. They could have finished what they needed for pipeline, could have been storing it, and, and then let the other South County agencies that want to be part of that, let them help pay for that so that they don't have to worry about a dry time or or what the state's not delivering. In the last 16 years, the state's only delivered 23.5% of what water we pay for from the state. There's been a, a lot of discussion recently, uh, uh, and some, some of it from surprising quarters politically, about uh, building more water storage in California. Do you have any uh, thoughts on that, Greg? Yeah, I wish they would because uh, since 1996, we've had seven bonds totaling over $31 billion for more storage projects, and not one's been built. 
Well, and, and that leads to a good preview to our next segment, folks, because uh, we're going to have uh, Senator John Laird here at KNews 98.5, Slow County Public Policy and the Law. And there are actually two bond issues that are going before the Senate uh, Committee on Natural Resources and Water uh, on March 28th at, at uh, the hearing of that committee. Uh, one, it looks like, will be voted on uh, if it passes out of the legislature in 2023. That's this year. And the other one in 2024. So stay tuned for that when we uh, get to it. But um, yeah, we, we need the storage. And mm -hmm. the state has sold and promised over 400, 000, 400 uh, million acre feet of water. And we have storage for two. 100 million acre feet of water. Well, so you want to talk about a Ponzi scheme? That's why the water's never delivered 100%. And you look over the hill, which is not part of our discussion, but the Tulare Lake Basin was so fertile and so good, and that's where the water ended up instead of being sent out the ocean by the delta. And it's not being recharged. And it's not being recharged because there's so many diversions, they don't let it get there. And, it, and then you have people that have a right to it that's not being delivered. And then so they start pumping and then they want to get in trouble saying, well, you're pumping too much. Well, and the, that's the reason that the uh, level of the San Joaquin Valley has been dropping, uh, actually physically dropping because there's not enough water recharge. Every, everything that we talk yeah. about, if you look at mm -hmm. it, is a management problem, not a water problem. We have the same amount of water on Earth uh, today as we did 100 years ago. It goes in a circle. <laughs> from the ocean to the rain to the land to run back out. So it's, it's a matter of how we manage it and how we use it and put it to the best beneficial use. Because like I was saying before, everybody that lives on a septic system on your piece of property, you, you pump the water out of the ground, it runs through your house, it goes into your septic system, septic system and it goes back to the ground and it's clean. At, at least if there's not too many septic systems close together. And, uh, you know, uh, when I was uh, in law school, I was in San Diego. This is a couple decades ago, folks. I've only been practicing for 45 years. Um, but even then, uh, the city of San Diego was pumping its wastewater up into the mountains in the eastern part of their county. And they would recharge the groundwater, uh, filtering through all of that sand and sediment. Well, folks, stay tuned. We're going to have more interesting information from Greg Graywall. This is lawyer Stu Jenkins at Slow County Public Policy and the Law.